Hey everyone, Mad Max here, and I want to tell you about my bookie. They are the industry's leading online sportsbook and casino, and boy, do they have you covered. MLB, NBA, NFL, NHL, college ball, soccer, MMA, boxing, and more. Sign up now using the promo code ABSOLUTEDGEN. My bookie will meet you halfway up to $1,000 when you deposit. Whether you're at home or on the go, on your laptop or on your phone, it's only a few clicks away from placing your bets and making some money. Bet, win, and get paid with my bookie. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. X-Go, give it to you. Fuck, wait for you to get it on your own. X-Go, deliver to you. Knock, knock, open up the door to spill. With the non-stop pop out and stainless steel. Hey, everybody. Arch here, and I've got a very special guest with me tonight. The mysterious Mr. X. Mr. X, what's going on? Hey, good to be on. Thanks. We had you on last year, but, you know, there, I don't know if you recall, there was a little bump in the road uh, last year. Yeah. You know, it, it, it um, the season still ended at the same time, and we still cashed all the tickets at the same time. We just started kind of late. People that don't know, Mr. X has been, are you famous? Would we call you famous, Mr. X? Are you, are, are you renowned? Uh, in small circles. Yeah. Very small circles. <laughs> well, I'm in that circle because I remember listening to you on the old the, uh, Steve Zabin show. You used to call in with these like legendary baseball win totals, right? Yeah. Well, he and I connected on that show. I, I just liked him in the beginning. He was the, one of the first radio guys that really wasn't into what I call, oh, no, you can't talk about gambling. Oh, no. You know, it used to be such a don't go there. And he was interested and always kind of amazed by it. And it was one of the only guys that thought it was cool, not like forbidden. So I started emailing him and giving him because he was always asking questions. He didn't really understand it. And basically, you know, to be, to be arrogant, being so spot on for a while, he started calling me and asking me for gambling, you know, why did this happen? Why does that happen? And, you know, kind of insight. And we started doing MLB season totals every year and starting in 2000 and just, it was ridiculous run. And so got a little uh, cult following and ever since then. Yeah. I remember that was great. great run. That was must listen to radio whenever you called in with the preseason uh, win totals. I remember Zabe used to even post that like segment just on his website exclusive for people to catch it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Missed it. So. Yep. Yeah. We did it from 2000 until 2014. And then I retired because in 2014, I hit exactly 80% for the 15 years. And I said, that's it. I can never go over that. You know, you can't go over that unless you're perfect. So I just said, it's time to hang it up. I'm not, you know, not going to do this anymore. We took one year off and then they just pounded and pounded me and said, let's go back. And so after a one year sabbatical, um, we started doing it again on the various shows that he, he does nice. around the nation. Yeah. Nice. And yeah. do you, you don't just, you're not just a baseball, uh, preseason total guy, right? You bet other things. Um, I've done the lingerie bowl. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're a real DJ. Um, yes, I think the point, um, Arch, as you know, is, I, I mean, I, there's nothing easier and better than betting Major League Baseball season totals. So a non-gambler loves to just make sure they never lose. And we've now done 21 years of those, mm -hmm. and I'm 84 and 22, which – Look, your guys that listen are smart guys, and they know that anybody that says that is probably full of shit. <laughs> but 
it's been on the radio and on his show, and they've been tracking it for 21 years, and that's what we've done. But so when it comes to people listening to yeah. you, to me, you know, of course, that's what they listen to. But yeah, on we do we do football too on the website because nothing's more fun than betting football. Baseball, you win, but you got to sit there and wait six months to cash your tickets. Right. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's certainly not as popular, but it has been a, uh, you know, it's been just an amazing, great run. That's yeah, it's fantastic. And I, I people would call you out if you were full of shit. I, I, I have no doubt about <laughs> that. No, you, you, you're legit. Right. You're the real deal. So you do bet <laughs> NFL. How'd you do last season? <sighs> oh gosh. Man, if I told you about 2020, I, I almost hesitate to even say it because you sound like a liar. You sound like that guy at the end of the bar that never gets anything wrong. But in 2020, um, you know, our the subscribers on my site. First of all, we knocked out baseball when we hit our top four season totals. I actually, my VIP guys, we actually picked Dodgers and Rays in the World Series before the season at like 22 to one, which hit. So then we roll into football and both college and pro were right at 58, 59%, which is a good year. We crushed the totals again. We hit five and two on the season totals. And this is where it gets really embarrassing. Preseason, we had Chiefs and Bucks in the Super Bowl at 20, 28 to one. How embarrassing. And so we missed, even 2020 was a year where I want to forget for everything in life except sports, man. We didn't miss a damn thing. And I will never have a 2020 again, ever. I mean, let's not be, you know, let's be serious. We're working hard and we're going to try to do it again. But it, it was a ridiculous string of luck in 2020 and I know it. But but those are the only two sports we offer uh, on my side. Uh, that's all we do. And um yeah, I, I don't really get into the daily football we can do because it's, you know, weekends and baseball we do because it's totals mostly. We don't do daily baseball. Gotcha. I do it, but we don't do it on there. So, yeah. So those are the two sports we really pretty much do. So you you called Bucks Chiefs. Wow. How did I, we did. You're a Patriots fan, right? Did that hurt? That sting uh, a little? No. No. I, you know, I, I, yeah, everybody thinks of it. I am a, I'm a diehard Red Sox fan, but I grew up a Washington fan, a football, Washington football team fan, because I, I live in that area, but I spend my summers up north. So, you know, Red Sox on radio was how I grew up. But I really became, um, you know, as a, as a gambler, I just began to, I appreciated Belichick, um, you know, as a defensive coordinator. And when he took the Patriots job, it just became a guy that I was often, quote, as you know, finding value in. And became a Patriots uh, Belichick Brady guy. I didn't really grow up a Patriots guy, but have I been riding that bandwagon for 20 years? Yes, yes, very much so. So I had no problem with uh, Brady going to Tampa. I knew it was the right time for both sides. Um, true Patriot fans are like he's gone. Screw him, because those are passionate fans in New England, man. Whichever sport. And when I was up there this summer, this fall, people did not care what team he was on. He was gone. But I'm not like that. So I was still pulling for Tom. I, I, you know, I love, I love responding to all the tweets criticizing Brady and he didn't do this. I just always respond with one thing, the icon of the goat and just say, that's it. Goat just to really tick them off. But yeah, I mean, I didn't pick them because of the pay, uh, cause of Brady. I picked them because I thought their defense was what it was. Well, and you didn't pick them if Jameis Winston was going to be the quarterback. That's for sure. Right. I mean, that's true. That's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, it sure helped, but I mean, you know, it, uh, you know, in both sports, what I usually do when it comes to picking um, yeah. the matchup, which is always fun, I, I don't believe in trying to pick the winner early. It just it just doesn't make sense. But I'd like to pick those long shot matchups, and what I usually do is take the one team that I'm sure of and combine them with a dark horse. So that's why I like Dodgers for sure, put them with the Rays. Chiefs for sure, put them with the Bucks. That was kind of the formula. I got you. Yeah. And you post all this yeah. on your, your website, right? Yeah. Well, it's a subscriber base. It's a subscriber base. Okay. Yes. What, yeah. What's yeah. the address? Call me Mr. X.com. All right. There'll be a link to that in, in the description too. Cool. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. And you know, I, yeah. I should tell you on that before is, you know, this, after doing this for so long mm-hmm. and you know, after years, like you mentioned, it would just be, we'd start getting emails. One of the picks, one of the picks, one of the picks. <laughs> and then when we he started the podcast two years ago and, and we set up, um, I was like, you know what? Enough's enough. Uh, too many people emailed. So I went ahead. I started the website as a fun thing. Kind of, uh, you know, we have old radio shows on there, some of the classic ones that were kind of fun, or the year I picked Cleveland to play the Cubs in the World Series, 50 to 1, and everybody laughed their butts off. But we post, so I just made a fun gambling resource website. We're kind of trying to teach and give tips and things. But as you know, everybody would be like, yeah, 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 that's great. By the way, who do you like? (laughs) (laughs) So it migrated into fine, subscribe and picks and as i call it you know you don't get any extra points for doing your own homework in life this isn't school where you got to do your own once you're a grown-up you just gotta know whose paper to copy off of <laughs> isn't that the truth so so i posted it and said like i don't put anything up there that I haven't already bet myself and it's really a matter of guys starting to say I want to copy off your paper. Okay, here it is. I don't, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I don't think of it as a tout or any of that stuff. No. It's not like, hey, this can't lose. Sure, it can. I, you know, I've been doing this for 34 years and I know the ups and downs. And it's more like, if you want to copy off my paper, here's my paper. <laughs> but don't think, don't think that it's, you know, this is none of that. Uh, hey, you can bet it like it and it's already been played. No, no, it's real. The analogy you made sense. the analogy you made last season was great. I don't know if you remember it. You're like the CEO sitting in the boardroom fielding all these suggestions mm-hmm. and you just have to know who to pick from. That was a really good analogy. I, yeah, that's a good I mean, I started as a data guy. I was yeah. thinking of myself as a Bill Jamesian guy in the eighties. And I got going on baseball because it's such a data driven sport where you could really predict seasons, not games. Mm-hmm. And you're right. But nowadays, that data is everywhere, more than you need. And I don't need to do my own homework, but I filter through it, like you said, like a board guy going, yeah, your plan's out. Your plan's <laughs> out. We're going with your plan. And, and and that is kind of the key, is focusing in on what resonates to me as important data and, and the eye test, of course, and which stuff is, yeah, that's great data, but I don't believe it. Mm. Yep, that's a good analogy. Oh, well, you came up with it, so <laughs> even better. <laughs> so you did bet sixty game totals last season. You went ahead and, and went through with it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How'd we it go? did. And as a matter of fact, I think it was the easiest year ever. Oh. Um, well, and for good reason. It and well, when I say that, people are going to go. My guy's going to go. What do you mean? We went four and two. Okay, we went four and two on the top place. 
But we hit the top four, because I do rank them, so damn easy. You know what I mean? And, and you know, when you win them easy and you're losers like you lose at the last minute, you you kind of really like that, you know? Um, And we hit them easy. And the reason was I really felt, I don't know if you want to know why, but I'll tell you why. The reason was I really felt that, you know, we had it all set to roll in March. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, you know, it, it all gets tabled. I never felt you – know, anytime somebody says Vegas messes up, you're like, really? Uh, there's a reason they build buildings with your money. I mean, they don't mess up. But I really thought last year they did not adjust most of the season totals. And the product they ended up putting on the field for 60 games was a very different product. So what I'm saying is the teams I was going to bet or maybe even did bet in March before they were all scratched, we're nowhere near the same plays we came up with for the 60-game sprint. It was a total different game. And it was like Vegas just took the percentages and just you know, copied them and pasted them and didn't really adjust anything. So I felt like it was really easy. You know, the, the best example, and that might be a little awkward to say that, but the best example is like, take the Red Sox, my beloved Red Sox. They were mostly, their, their, rec- their um, total was 81 probably in most places. Well, once they regrouped that season, I kind of didn't like what they had anyway. And then they do that. Not only is it 60 games, but the way they did the divisional lineup, where essentially you only played East versus East, mm-hmm. you know, American yeah. and nationally. So you had like three 10-team leagues, East, Central, and West. Well, okay. I took one look at that and said, wait a minute. You know, out of this 10 teams in the East, five American, five national, Seven of them are better than the Red Sox. So how the hell do you get to 500? You can't do it. There's no Kansas City. There's no Detroit. Hey, no careful Texas. there. Careful there. Careful there. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> so I looked at it and I was like, you know, I liked them under 81, but when they start over and it's 30 out of 60, suddenly they became our top play because they just, you know, Vegas didn't adjust. And when they were only playing the East, they became a lot worse than they were. So I thought Vegas really didn't adjust those numbers. Not to mention it's also different when you – one of the biggest things in season-long totals is understanding the value of depth and bullpens, you know, and stop looking at the front-line starting pitchers and, and realize how many innings these guys are getting over the year. And But in a 60-game sprint, my hypothesis was – a four or five game losing streak knocks you out of the playoffs. Right, right. You're not you're not going to see managers who are pressured to keep their jobs. You're not going to see them tinkering with. Well, I want to keep my catchers fresh. No, <laughs> they're going to play. So a lot of our changes also um, in in the you know what we what I saw coming had a lot to do with looking more at the front line and not the depth. So anyway, b- bottom line is I found it to be one of the easier seasons because. It was only 10 team leagues, and if you could figure out who was the top and bottom within the 10, it was a whole lot easier than you know playing 30, uh, you know, with the 30 team league. Hmm. If that makes sense. No, totally makes sense. Typically, do you rely on previous season's data to inform you about this season at all? And then, you know, with 60, can we do? Can we? Can, is there much to trust? Well, there's two ways to to think of that. Um, and the answers are yes and no, but, um, <laughs> seriously, I was afraid of that. Seriously, Yeah. I baseball, if you mean as a team and like, you know, how did the team do last year versus this year? Heck no. 
I'm a big believer in, you know, baseball is a team game played by individuals. Mm-hmm. I, I argue this all the time, but I don't care how bad um, the rest of the lineup is. The guy in the box is facing the pitcher. And it, it does not matter who's around him. So it, I guess what I'm saying is I don't look at team success any year to year as much as individuals on their team. So a, a big fallacy is to look at how the team did last year. In football, you can do that a lot more. But in baseball, no, I don't care what the team did last year. However, I, I care a lot. I said back to Bill James, um, I care a lot about age and curves of players. I believe strongly in, you know, you look historically, players get better by age to their middle of their bell curve, and then they get worse. And when you look at that, you know, out as the team as a whole, you know, you kind of go, okay, these guys should get better and better. These guys are starting to decline. That's where you kind of end up with it. So in that sense, I still look at the age of the players. I don't care exactly what their data was last year, but I like to see who's on what side of the curve. You you don't want a team with a lot of guys on the downside. Gotcha. Gotcha. Unless you're going under, of course you do. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Which, by the way, I always say, I mean, if I don't have at least two out of three picks being unders, I have to start over and look all over again because you should always lean to the unders. That doesn't mean an under wins. just means that's the side you want to end up on. What's your average season? What do you think? Well, I'm sorry. What do you mean by that? The, you mean the numbers or my play? Your place. Your place. Oh, I'm, I'm you know, there's no set rule. I, I, never, I don't have a set number of teams. I don't have a set number. I just analyze each one and I kind of end up where you end up. Right. But my point is, if, if I, most people bet overs and most people make mistakes. I don't want that. If, if I have, I, I prefer to play the under. Now, that doesn't mean, like last year, we were over on Tampa and Oakland, and they were easy. They came in first and second. Mm. We were under on Boston and Texas, and those were kind of easy. The point is, if I'm on an under, let's just say, on its merits, it can go under. Any downside bad luck just turns it from a good play to a slam dunk. You know, the key injury, that really off year by the pitcher, et cetera. I, I guess I would so much rather feel an under and then hope for bad luck because you show me a guy who bet the over and lost, and the first thing he's going to tell you is, well, it would have won if not for this injury, that injury, this one off season. And you're like, um, yeah, that's what happens. So the overs, you need everything to go right. And that's why I just, that does, you know, that doesn't mean you look at a line and say, oh, go under. It just means I would much rather, I, f- I feel a lot, let, okay, take last year. I, my top two picks were Boston and Texas under. Yeah. Okay. And they were obvious winners right from the start. The second two were Oakland and Tampa over, which while they won, believe me, you feel so much better rooting that <laughs> under home when the wheels are falling off the wagon. Then you do saying, well, we're off to a good start, but what could go wrong? No. So sense. they both can win. I just put a lot more on those unders than I did on the overs. Uh, That tracks. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ. proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. 
But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. Well, okay, money management. Let's say somebody wants to do both. They want to bet daily MLB, and they want to bet totals. Let's say they went over to Mr. X and the site, and they, they bought the totals. They laid the money on the totals. How much bankroll allotment would you split between totals and daily? That's a good question. First of all, all the people that have formulas, uh, you, know, you see that in all the sports uh, where they tuck units and percentage and bankrolls. Yeah. I guess that's important. I, I've never been a believer in any set formula number. People in the fall, they'll say, how many football games should I bet a week? And I say, you know, one week I find two. Next week you're like, okay, I can't bet nine. You know, I mean, you just you have you have to play, you have to play what you have to play. You can't pick numbers and say, well, I can afford to bet four games a week. Well, I see two or three strong ones. Why would I bet four? Um, so, having said that, personally, betting ba- daily baseball is a real grind. Betting season totals. I've, you know, I must be honest, I've found easy. I put more, way, way more on my season totals, usually four, five, six. Again, some there's been years where I bet two and bet them hard. And there's years where I might bet six. I, I can't tell. It's just, you know, they, they, they come out where they come out when you do the analysis. But overall, I put way more on the season totals than I do on the daily, on you know, set aside, as you call it, for daily play. Because, I mean, I, I'm not... It just makes more sense because the percent you're going to hit is so much higher. Why would I, um, why would I not put a higher percent where the far greater confidence is? Gotcha. I, I remember one time I was sitting in a pub uh, many years ago, and this not, this guy who really knew absolutely nothing was trying to analyze our picks. And after he talked for the longest period of time. I kind of looked at him and thought I was going to embarrass him. And I said, so let me get this straight. You're saying I should bet more on the winners and less on the losers. <laughs> <laughs> and he looked right at me and go, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he didn't understand that that was a stupid thing to say. So the point is, um, I don't know if there's a set formula. If you're doing it, you know, let's be honest. A lot of people do it for the fun and the entertainment. I do it because I like to win, <laughs> and I'm, I plan to win the season totals. Um, so I, that's where I put most of it. But if you want, but you know, when you do that, if you're a player and you like to play, and you know, as you say, you, you hang up the phone in April one and you say, okay, now what? So if you want to bet 
daily because you enjoy it. It's not just winning. I can't really say a number, but I can't imagine myself not putting well over half of whatever I had on the on the startup on the totals. Because doing it during the season, and you guys all know that baseball it is a grind. Mm-hmm. It is an absolute grind. It is in football you, you you have a bad Sunday and you regroup and you come back next week. Baseball man, there's 15 more tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> so you got to have the stomach for it because it's baseball and every baseball game, you know, to me, they're, they're mostly toss ups. What you're looking for over the long haul is small bits of value. Um, you know, all those 50, 50 games and I can get plus plus one twenty four on the dog. I, you keep betting them. And guess what? You go one and one because they are 50, 50 games and you, you, you lose a hundred and you win 124 that doesn't sound like a great day, but you know, you just got to milk that over the grind of, of, you know, six months. Um, it's a very different mentality than obviously than betting football. Oh, no doubt. Because you never feel, you never feel, if you ever feel like a baseball game is a lock, I mean, then just, I mean, we all know nothing's a lock, but even when you've used the quote term lock, if you think of baseball games a lot, it's time to just say, I don't know this sport. I mean, you know, the worst team in the league is going to beat the Dodgers sometimes. It's just, you know, it's going to happen. And you're not going to, you know, uh, you're not going to, you're not going to feel a baseball game. I've never, I can't imagine ever as much as I'm into it. I can't imagine ever laying on a single game, whether it's playoff or regular season, anything close to what I would do on some of the big football games. There's just no way. It's just too. It's too even of a sport. Keep your keep your bankroll really tight for baseball. I got you. I got you. Don't yeah. don't don't expose yourself too much. Yeah, it's it's a it's a marathon. I, I, I did it a lot more. To be honest, through the nineties, and it was it's just a long grind where you try to take a small plus every small small plus every day for six months rather than a couple of big days for seventeen Sundays. You know. <laughs> I got you. So, okay, let's let's say I'm I'm always fascinated by watching the money lines because they're always shifting up, down, and I know most gamblers love it when they when a money line shifts. Like I'm going to call it worse. You know, pay, it pays less. Yeah. When the, for, for a game they've already bet on. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? That money lines are shifting like that. Yeah, that's a, that's a good question. A lot of times I'll answer a question with what I know from. The folks I know in Vegas. And then there's times I'm going to answer with just my hunch. Mm-hmm. And this is one of those. I don't know the answer to that. But I know my perspective is, I don't care. <laughs> I don't really care. And, the, and what I mean is, you know, when a, when a sharp money moves a football line, the new line is a new game. You know, if you're laying uh, four and a half instead of three, you know, the outcome can change. Right. Which side wins and which side loses? Obvious. I mean, I know you know that, but it, it's the you know you say, oh, I really loved them at this line, and look, the line moved to show me that I was on the right side. Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you're not already in, getting in now, you, you're still you know you're still throwing in on a new line that's fifty fifty. So you know if if it doesn't help you win, is what I mean. As a matter of fact, the, the new line is a new outcome. Now the point to that is. In a money line, or in this, which, or in baseball, which is always money line, the winner's not changing. Whether you're laying 140 or laying 155, 
the winner's the winner. <laughs> I mean, obviously. So how much does it, it doesn't change, it doesn't, it obviously change your percentages over time, but it doesn't change the winner today. So if I was on a winner, I, I don't care as much that like, oh, look, this line showed me I was quote on the right side or wrong side. First of all, I don't care. I'm, I'm probably going to stay. Now I'm not talking a big move, like maybe 140, 155. That might take me off, but a small move, I really don't even pay attention to. Because if, if a few dollars, one way or the other, if I'm willing to take plus 125, but not plus 120, come on, <laughs> then why was I taking 125? I mean, you know, you should have more confidence before I reach in my wallet. But so the small moves, I also don't think, you know, as you know, the, the football move is more a, a, an adjustment to where the new line should be based on the new information. Right. I yeah. do believe in baseball. There's a lot more. There's no new line. It's a lot more of the that shop juggling its math a little bit to try to move people off of a game or onto a game. You know, when they go from 148 to 153, it's just trying to get a few people off of that favorite. It's not changing the outcome like like the new line in football. I don't know if that's making sense, but no, I guess no, what I'm saying yeah. is it's it's more likely to just be the guy with the computer um, trying to make a slight shift in the volume on either side, which is which is the myth, as you know, in football. The line move has not a damn thing to do with how many people are playing it. It has to do with new information, sharp money, et cetera. I think the line belongs now at six, not four and a half, and I'm going to move it to the right spot. I don't care how much money has come in, which is, you know, like the reverse moves, et cetera. <laughs> but in baseball, I just feel like it's more of a – shop balancing, which is why you see different lines in baseball. If you have multiple places to play, you know, you'll see minus 136 here, minus 132 there, minus 141 there. Why? It's all it's the same game because it's more of a balancing of themselves and moving you from one side. You never move sides of the game, but move you off the game is what I really mean. Yeah, I had a suspicion that's what it, what they were doing. So does a yeah. does a shift in the money line ever like nudge you onto a game? Well, you said no, most likely, but does it ever scare no. you off? No, no, not unless it was. Well, no, there's two things that would happen. Any small shift, I'm going to ignore because I'm going to view it as I liked this side. Now, if this shop is moving it slightly because of volume, I don't care. It's not going to change my mind. Now, by con contrast, a large move, that tells me there's something that happened that I maybe don't know, and I better find out. You know, if that number moves from 140 to 156, somebody's taking a load management day, you know, mm -hmm. two guys are got COVID, I, I don't know. You know, I better just – it's not going to ever make me switch sides, but it's going to make me stop and go, wait a minute why and if i don't know why you know it's like poker look around the table if, if you're the only one that doesn't know why <laughs> okay there's something wrong here there's a sucker and if you can't find him it's you so that would take me off the game not because of the move but because i don't know why it went if i don't know why it went um maybe i'm gonna google up and find you know because now the you know now i'm gonna find a lineup change at the last minute and while those are usually overrated, I'm not going to lay that bad number after the move.
Uh, that makes sense. That makes sense. You know, when you think of, we were talking about this earlier today, when you think about wars, and if you, you know, when you follow the war stat, how it's, it's kind of amazing ever since they invented that. And it's not perfect by any means, but it's the best measure I know to kind of figure out what the value to actual wins is. You know, it's, it's easy for all of us to go, Hey, he batted 320. He batted 280. He's better. Okay, but what did that do for me? You know, mm-hmm. how many wins? And, and then you look and go, well, he's a 2.1 and he's a 1.8. So you got me three tenths of a win more this year. I mean, it really doesn't mean that much. So when you see like a lineup change at the last second and the number moves because of that, I'm inclined to be contrarian, so to speak, because I don't care that. Uh, you know, Juan Soto is sitting today versus the lefty. I, I care, but I probably don't care as much as the line moved. You know, they probably moved it too far. And so I'd be more inclined to be, you know, taking the bait, so to speak. Um, because I just don't think on a daily basis it's that much of a difference. No, I'd agree with that. I think there's a lot of oversteers. I think the the line oversteers sometimes you could really jump on the other side. I think that's more an example of everyone just trying to be cute. Hey, guess what I know? Yeah, like you're the only one. <laughs> oh, so you have this thing called Twitter, and you saw the lineup. Well, great. Uh, you know those guys in the in the back rooms of Vegas. I don't know if they have those. <laughs> no, it doesn't work. Uh, yes, we do. Yeah. Any other advice you want to give to somebody who's going to bet baseball this year, besides just buckle up and be ready okay. to be sick? Yeah. Well, I would say. If you're a totals better, which is the best way to go, but if you're a totals better, there's two things you should do. Number one, have multiple places to play, period. Uh, Now, forgetting the whole, like, what's legal in my state, this, that, and the other, I will say um, there is no time where having multiple places to play that matters more than baseball totals. Um, they move fast when they come up. So, uh, you know, be ready to go quickly and have multiple places. It's so frustrating. You know, when I publish, uh, with my group, you know, I like, I love under 80, you know, and I'll get the response back that says my shop has 77 and a half. And I'm like, get another shop. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I can't help you. Uh, it's, it's 80 most places. Um, and if you have, you know, when, when you have two shops, you're going to have, uh, you're not going to have that in football when it's eight and a half, eight and a half, but in baseball, you'll have an eight, you'll have an 81 and, and everyone will be, let's say pound in the under one shop will move it to 81 under minus 175, but another will just put it up at 78. So the point is have those places and have don't don't be that guy who you know three days before the season is trying to open some new accounts or find some other places open them now you don't have to um you don't gotta you don't gotta uh, fund it now but make sure you have i like to have at least two if not three really good options because you will have different totals and there's a hell of a difference between betting over 82 and over 84 oh no doubt um and so I do that, and what was the second thing? Huh. Bet the run line? Was that it? Bet the run line National League? Was that yeah? <laughs> No, never. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> I could No, I was just going to say have two places to play and just be ready. To, oh, be ready to go quick. 
You know, I, every year I used to do this. I, I have my projections before the lines come up. And let's say I'm, I like I have a team, and I, I got them at I, I do ranges, not a number. But let's say I have a team seventy four to seventy seven range, mm-hmm. and the number pops up eighty. You're like, okay, I'm all in. Wait a minute, that's pretty far off. Let me look at this again. So I go back, start your homework over, and next thing you know, you know it's seventy nine under minus one eighty five. You're like, why did I wait? Why did I wait? Because they always seem to go the so-called right way, um, or, or to hurt you. So be ready yeah. to rock as soon as they come up. Um, and you know, yes, I look at it twice when it looks off. Um, but be ready to go and be ready to have extra places to to do it. So you're not stuck. There's nothing worse than my favorite play is the one play in my in in your one shop that gives you a number you, you can't play. If that makes sense. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah. Have have another place. I got a guy that was this year, every one of my VIP cuts every week, he'd say, yeah, you know, my shop has this and it would always be a bad line. And he said, I need a new shop. And I said, no, you don't. You need to examine closer and start taking the other side. Because <laughs> you know? if you're always two points one way or, you know, or a point or whatever, that's okay. I like a shop that's not middle of the road because you should be on the opposite side half the time. So okay. I'll take that. I, what the point is, I want to be able to pass the half that hurt me and take advantage of the half that helped me. Makes sense. When, uh, when a bookie closes a door, <laughs> it opens a window. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. So the website, callmemrx.com, correct? Yes. Head Thanks. over there, sign up, and just get paid. Right? Ah, but it is, you know, I, I, what we, the other thing we call it is it's evil Knievel, um method. Familiar with that? No, what's that? The evil Knievel, but you know, I'm an old guy, so evil Knievel, which means he was all he's paid for the work he does and the effort. It doesn't matter if you if you hit the side of the canyon or if you make the jump. <laughs> so there's no guarantees. You, you know, you, you subscribe to the effort, which is you know, 21 years running. We we only had one losing season, 2004. Um, when my beloved Sox broke the curse, it was our only losing season so far. But as you know, there's oh, that's the only other tip for baseball season totals. I'm sorry, I forgot my main thing. You got to always money management and never bet more than you can afford to win. 